Hello. Hello. Industry. Industry. Welcome back to the Industry Tactics Podcast. My name is Friendly Rich. Delighted to have you back. We're we're trying something new here. Seeing if we can keep up a weekly rigor of interviews. And delighted to have Michael McGlennon on the podcast today, um, a.k.a. Moon Toboggan. And this Friday, happy fr- happy uh, Family Day if you're listening in Canada. Uh, and uh, we see all kinds of other listeners. Russia, Mother Russia coming through. Don't know what's going on there, but keep it up. Thank you for your listenership. Wherever you're tuning in from, fuck it, happy Family Day. And... Michael has this beautiful new record, Moon Toboggan. It's out this Friday, his sixth recording, titled Time Machines. And we have a nice, a deep conversation around that record. We listen to some of the tracks from it and um, talk about his visual art and all kinds of other fun stuff. He even at the end, after I hit stop on, on recording disclosed how much he's inspired by, as I am, by the Nihilist Spasm Band, which if you want to take a good listen to uh, back episodes, go to episode 76. I urge you to check that out. That was a, a deep dive I took into the world of the Nihilist Spasm Band. Anyhow, this is, uh, if you want to learn more about the podcast, go to FriendlyRich.com. This is episode 102 of Industry Tactics. I hope you dig it. It's my talk with Moon Toboggan. Take care, everybody. Well, you know what? We'll go with it. Fuck it. Can you hear me? I can hear you just fine. And uh, in the spirit of your new record, I think we just go with it. We don't we don't worry too much about if it's four a.m. and you hit record as long as we together, right? Is that right? Perfect. Yeah, that's my philosophy. All right. All right. Well, welcome to Industry Tactics, Moon Toboggan, Michael McGlennon. What a nice, it's great to finally connect with you in a, in a relatively humane uh, form, format, forum. Likewise. Uh, nice to finally meet you after, I mean, geez, it's been over a year since I made that first poster. Yeah, man, it has been. Look at you. Look, yeah. at, look, at, the, look at you. We got a, we got a good looking. We never get. I mean, uh, no disrespects to the uh, to the prior hundred guests on our podcast, but we got a good looking kid on the podcast Jeez, here. Back at you, handsome. Yeah. <laughs> um, and where are you? You look at that. You got a beautiful rubber plant or something behind you. 
that's uh that's a monstera my wife loves plants so she grows all kinds of stuff um i live in north york okay near uh near york university oh great great um love that love that neighborhood how long have you been out there michael uh i live in a in a condo i've been here three four years i used to live in high park you digging uh you digging that neighborhood uh it's cheap so i got i got a lot of space like i got love enough it. room to screen friends here um, love it love it yeah i got like a whole room just for making art and music how how charming yeah um, awesome. awesome man well thanks thanks for making time and being and we're i'm thrilled to have you on the podcast today and um is your new record out yet or is it just on the precipice of being released it'll be released on uh february 19th so uh there's a okay, pre-save on the yeah there's a couple tunes that you can check out on Bandcamp that are up and there's a video coming Perfect. out on the 29th and hopefully one a week before awesome awesome okay well let's I'll make sure this gets out uh, before you're you're formally releasing it on February the 19th. So everybody, it's called Moon Toboggan is Michael's uh, artist name and the record or it's it's a cassette that he's released called Time Machines. And yes. can, can you get it everywhere on like Bandcamp and all of that fun stuff? Yeah, um, Bandcamp is what I prefer people use, but this one's going to be on like Spotify, Apple Music, all the okay. all good these for you. platforms. Good for you. Well, here, here it comes now. Let's actually kick off the episode with a little snippet, a taste of the title track, um, which is called? Time Traveler. Time Traveler. Okay. But yeah, Time Traveler relates to the title uh, Time Machines. Here it comes, Time Traveler, selection number one from our friend, our new friend, MoonToboggan.com.
What a, what a beautiful tune, man. Can you walk us through Time Traveler and uh, kind of set up the, the vibe of this record, which is like... Yeah, a, a, lot of it's, uh, a lot of it's rooted in nostalgia. So this, this song's about a friend of mine that I went to elementary school with him. He kind of like just popped in for a year or two. Uh, he had to switch schools. He got caught drying out like a big bag of weed on a hand dryer in the, in the men's room. Awesome. But he was like... Wow really into like science fiction uh he had a lot of ideas about um like how to live off the grid no oh. uh like he was i kind of remember his dad being into like post-apocalyptic like fiction and stuff like that yeah so i wrote this whole story around him yeah and um, i've uh, i've written stuff about him before he was like a really interesting character kind of like a like a pseudoscientist did a lot of like nature experiments and like tried to make uh uh, these like homemade grenades out of like tennis balls and strike anywhere match heads and stuff. Whoa, whoa! Yeah, he was an an intense person. Um, and made yeah. a lasting impression on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And only a couple of years in your life, eh? Like he kind of came in and out real quick. Yeah, real, real quick. But he lived. Uh, I, I shouldn't give too much away. I yeah, guess. Yeah, sure, but he lived sure, real, sure. Real close to me, and uh, he like showed me a lot of like great science fiction stuff too. Like he was the first guy to show me aliens and the uh, event horizon is the reference to like traveling through time. Yeah. I'm really, uh, really focusing on in that song. Awesome, man. Awesome. So, um, look, you really create an atmosphere with this record. I know that, uh, Daniel Johnson was on your mind. Is it Johnson or Johnston? Is there a T Johnston. in there? There's a T Johnston. in there. I thought yeah. so. so. Yeah, Daniel Johnson was on your mind, and uh, did you like that, the way I made that humorous? Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah, here to entertain yeah. myself as well, right? Um, so he, I mean, he was on your mind. Was that? We got to entertain ourselves in oh, these fucking times. Fucking right, fucking right. Yeah. Um, no, I know that he had just passed away, and that was on your mind as part of the impetus for creating this record and putting the release out as you, as you are. Yeah. So uh, walk us through kind of what the inspiration for this record was, I, apart from that. Um, I started recording my own music like a long time ago, like when I was in high school. And um, for a oh, couple yeah? of years, oh yeah, like I have, this is my sixth album. So I've been, I've been doing this for a while and like right out how I want to make everything sound. So okay. um, I was in a band for a couple of years and we were all songwriters and then one of them had passed away, so I kind of just, like, oh, I hadn't done it that. for a while. Yeah. Thank you. Oh. Um, and when, when Daniel Johnson passed away, I just remembered how much, like, recording my own music had meant to me always, just, just for myself. So I, I had, like, a whole cache of songs I'd written and hadn't really tried to record. Yeah. Um, so I just sort of sifted through them and, and picked a few. Oh. Oh, man. Look, you're on. You're 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 now added to my list of. I I've had this theory as I've been unpacking the last hundred episodes. If you if you go back into the vault of these interviews, you know it touches on two things, and I think you're in the family now on on both of these. One is like um, interviewing and kind of getting into in the minds of uh, outsider artists, and and I definitely think in the vein that you're you're you make your your music. Uh, I'll put you there as a, as, and I mean that in a complimentary way. I don't, I don't, I, I think there's an audience for what you do. I don't, I don't, I didn't mean it in that way. I just mean, Oh no, I, it's, a, it's I, out there, you know? Yeah. I take that as a compliment. Extraterrestrial. For sure. 
Yeah. Yeah. And then my, my next thing is like, I know like the way you and I connected actually is that you're a visual artist. So you, you come at the music from a different perspective and I don't know, like, I don't know anything about you. This is my first meeting you, but are you, um, your, your, your visual art is, is equally, um, surreal and, 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 and twisted and beautiful. And do you, do you, are you a, a, a visual artist first or does it even matter how to categorize? I don't want to put you in a box here. Oh God. I don't know which one I, I definitely drew before I played guitar. Cause like I didn't have access to instruments. Uh, like my first guitar, I was 12. My family isn't musical at all, okay. but, uh, and then I took music like really seriously, uh, for the first, like up until I was about 17 or 18, I like studied jazz guitar and I studied theory a little bit, like trying to get ready for Humber and all this stuff. And then I saw it was either on like the wedge or going coastal. Yeah. Just before I graduated, I saw Chad Van Galen. Yeah, sure. And I saw his like animations and how he was living. And I was like, that's what I want to do. I don't even like jazz that much. Oh, <laughs> wow. I love that. And so, so what you saw one of his videos and it changed your life. Yeah. Completely. Like, uh, <laughs> um, Great. it was, it was like an interview though. They showed his studio and yeah. um, a video yeah. that he'd made his own animations for. Yeah. I um, think it's awesome what he's up to. That's great. That's really cool to hear that, man. And so yeah. that was like, I want to do that. I want to do completely. Yeah. And he had all these like, and at that point I didn't really sing much and he had all these like really compelling instrumentals with like instruments he'd made and stuff and it wasn't like this polished uh like you could tell it was like homemade yeah and i yeah. was just like i could tap into that like i could i could do that i can play a bunch of instruments yeah oh yeah. man oh you you keep talking you're sounding more like family uh with every sentence man so <laughs> that's really exciting to me and i love i love the sound you know like hearing hearing parts of this record time machines out on february 19th Yes. Um, you know, I really uh it brings me back to like it's not every day that someone sends me something like what what you've created here. It brings me back to like um some of my recordings where I just fucking hit record and you know, it is that 4 a.m. vibe that you touch on and it's experimental and it's raw. And it's beautiful. And like, I dare you to try to make this record again. Cause like the vibe, the vibe I get from it is that it's like, you're really taking these snapshots of you at that moment. And you probably wouldn't be able to replicate a lot of the beauty that, that you've got here that you've captured. No, there was, um, it was just like a lot of like, I don't know if I want to say grief, but there was just a lot of stuff that I was writing about in that time. And I just, I'm glad that I got it down, but for sure, no, I'm in a way better place now. Um, in a, um, in every way, like I just got married. Um, congratulations. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you. And like, yeah. you know, we're looking yeah. towards the rest of our lives. So like the stuff I'm writing now is much more, uh, upbeat, I guess you could say. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. There's the one song about her on there. The love song, uh, your face number two. That's the, that's the charmer. <laughs> right. Well, here here it comes now. Let's let's tee it up. Her face number two in honor of uh, Time Machines, Tasha Turner. Your wife. 
face A crash landing on your bedroom floor My return was a triumph and I'm a little less unsure Of things I never was I don't want to live without you I never tried to live before I get so bored in empty rooms inside my head So come inside and lock the door If we could look inside until things can't get smaller We would see where all truths end It's just the thought I get when I look in your eyes And wish I could just see further in Cause I don't want to live without you I never tried to live before So scared alone in rooms inside my head So come inside and lock the door Yeah. This is awesome. Her, that was her face number two. What a beautiful tune, man. So, so yeah, that's there's a little bit of everything on this record, eh? It's not like you're dealing with some. some you said you mentioned that there's um, that that you were dealing with some some darker emotions for sure in in, in some of the content, but you're uh, you know, yeah. That, well, that I mean, was, we all everybody gets sad, right? <laughs> What's that? Everybody gets sad, right? Sometimes that's just like. No what kidding. Channel, what the channel turns to, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah, nicely put, nicely put, and um, and you're definitely uh, like I don't know. I just think it's it's a beautiful collection of tunes, and you're um, I love the aesthetic. I I feel like yeah, like I like the world that you're occupying there with visual art and you very unique music and sounds, and you're you're it's more than guitar and voice it's you know yeah um, oh one of the uh like yeah. the organ that's on so many songs uh-huh uh -huh. that has like kind of a story yeah um, yeah my uh my wife girlfriend at the time found that like on the street huh. and she thought that it was broken but she's a sculptor so she makes all kinds of stuff with like found objects uh-huh um but it's a uh, it's a wind organ it's an old home Horner, Horner. Oh yeah, sure, sure, and yes, exactly. In the spirit of Daniel Johnston, right? Like, yeah, ex exactly. And I just, yeah. I never used it on anything, and it has this like really cool. thick, warm sound. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, man. I mean, you definitely have a sound going there. And so, is that kind of how you're approaching your work these days with music? And have you? It sounds to me like you've got a series of videos coming out. Yeah. 
Um, I, uh, I didn't you're make... entering Van Galen territory here. Is that right or no? You didn't make. No, I I really want to learn animation, but I don't okay. Have, I don't have the setup. Our our mutual connection, uh, Martin McPherson. Oh boy, are you serious? Yeah. You got a yeah, Mar- He's gonna show me some stuff like once once the pandemic's over and we can be in a room together. He's right. gonna kind of show me what he's working with. Yeah. I, I really want to get into animation, but no, just some friends of mine put together some videos. Awesome. Me. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. It's great. Like, I can't wait to show them. Oh, how exciting. How exciting. And so what's your, uh, if you want to find Michael on the, well, maybe like Instagram, it's moon toboggan, right? At moon toboggan. Exactly. That's the best place. Probably there's a link okay. tree that has like my band. Camp great. And my good, website. good, good, good. Well, yeah, yeah, let's go there. Let's go there now. And so, what is what is Moon Toboggan? What how did that evolve? What is that? Uh, my name's kind of like, I don't know. It seemed long and it's like not catchy, so I just wanted something that included my love of science fiction, and I wanted it to sound Canadian. And oh. like that, yeah, that's where the, like, and it's just something like who wouldn't want to do that? Yeah, nice. <laughs> you know. So it seemed like really inviting, but you also kind of don't know what to expect. <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome well it, it it works it definitely evokes an image and um and if you go to moontoboggan.com michael's website you're going to see all kinds of uh interesting art visual art that he's done have you um are are your recordings up there i didn't i couldn't i couldn't seem to find them maybe that's on your link tree yeah so your prior releases them. Yeah. Yeah. If if you go on Linktree, you can click to full discography, and everything is on Bandcamp. Okay. But, um, okay, that's the place then. Yeah. Yeah, but like I haven't really, um, I haven't really tried to share these beyond like my creative circle. So I'm slowly gonna gonna get stuff more uh, like accessible. Like your right pr- now, your your prior releases. Yeah, like I, they were just for people in my band. I would show them to. Like I just. Okay. Recording music's just like a it's a really important part of like the rhythm of my life, just writing oh. and, and making stuff. I never could see a way to really connect it. And I can't put it in front of people in the same way that I'd like yeah. to, like I can only play one thing at a time, <laughs> things like that. Well, you're, you're on the industry tactics podcast. Now, is there like a, a, a tune from one of your prior releases that we can, also share here with our listeners to give people the scope and breadth of uh, of your work. I know we've played a couple of tunes off of Time Machines, but let's take that Time Machine and go back and reflect on some of your prior work. Oh, absolutely. I'd love to. Um, the song, I think, like, my favorite song I listen to is called yeah. Like This. Like, like This. this. Is the, yeah, it's the first track off of my... I think third album. Yeah, it's off Satellite in a Bottle. And Here it's just it like a really heavy, funky song. Uh, my friend plays drums on it. So it awesome. has this really like full band feel to it. Awesome, um, man. Well, here's yeah, like, yeah. Thi- like This. Yep. Like my words Turned into 
What's uh, what's that tune about? Um, uh, I guess it's about the, the interconnectivity of all living things. Oh, just a nice light subject, eh? Like this, okay? Yeah. Okay. So it it's sort of about how everything touches everything through these chains of um, of connection, like it's unavoidable. So it's uh, it's about the coronavirus, essentially. Yeah, it well foreshadows done. Corona pretty good. Well done, well done. A time traveler in his own in his own right, moon toboggan on the uh, industry tactics podcast today, and um, so you were on a path to go to Humber and take a straighten a more straight and narrow path in jazz study of guitar. Um, you took a wrong turn, and we're all better for it. I think you know that's exciting. I always love to hear about weird paths to education so where do you go after high school uh i just i moved to toronto just to be here like i grew up in a really small town and there was like where, no, where like, where'd you grow up wyvale ontario who wyvale which is like it's like 30 minutes north of barry it's rural it's like farm town and there's like a subdivision in the middle of it and that's where i grew up Wyvale feels like a wrong, wrong town. Why? What? Whatville? What? Yeah, it's not a W H Y. It's W Y. Yeah. Who? Who? Okay. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. What was that like? So you grew up like a what on a on a on a on a, on acres of land or what? No, there. I grew up in the subdivision that was in Wyvale. Like around it is all farm. Cool. Cool. So um okay got it, it. It was it was okay. Once I got a guitar, time passed a lot quicker. Nice, nice. <laughs> yeah, nice. It was nice. uh, but like like time passed slow. Like I remember, like watch trying to like discern shades of blue in the sky, like oh, before God. the internet, like <laughs> in the summertime, like just being so so bored. But isn't that, that was isn't that, that was, lovely? Yeah. Yeah, it is now. It's a lovely memory, but at the time, it was like, "What? What is this?" <laughs> that's that's something. It's really you. You have been obsessing over time, evidently for uh, for some time. Yeah, I never thought about that, but yeah, I was actually just talking to my wife. I don't know what triggered this memory, but I remember thinking that blinking was like. Uh, like a regular interval of measure, like you could measure time with blinks as a, oh, a really cool. little kid and trying yeah. to like remember when street lights would be changing when I'm not near them based on when I would blink things wow. like that and try to like map out like events with yeah. when I would blink. 
I don't know why. Yeah, no, I like it. So you're really, you're really kind of in on the speed of things. And I love that. I love the idea of, um, you know, that I, I, I had this theory and it's probably, it's gotta be true that you're raised around, like, you know, y- your parents or guardians or whoever, whoever kind of helps you in those, those initial years around kind of a tempo of like, like the heartbeat of, you, you know, y- your mother, let's say, and just like, how that does affect your wiring, how that does affect the speed of which you move at moving in, in, in through your life. And I kind of see that. I kind of see that like in, in my mom, how she's, she's pretty, pretty quick. Like she can't sit still. It's like a lot of that passed down, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's fascinating to me. Right. It's like, I, and you're like, you're unpacking the number of blinks, in in a in a day at a red light i but i love that i love the image of just you at a red light counting blinks like like yeah just in my head i i never sure. really i don't think i ever shared it with people but it just yeah. it popped in my head the other day like why did yeah. i think why did i think that yeah is that yeah. like uh is that a form of obsession for you like do you do, does it get out of hand with the counting no um numbers do have like a a certain weight to them like i really like how prime numbers feel if a if a thing adds up to a prime number but okay it doesn't like interfere with my life in any way yeah yeah that's a condition yeah 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 good good. yeah no i dig it i'm I'm fascinated by it too man i love i love i love where you're at and um yeah uh so so okay so you grew up in whoville why why (laughs) vale why vale Whoville, I like that. We can call it that. Yeah, and uh, and and so you know, I, I get back to how beautiful that is—the idea that there was a time in your life when it was slow, and yeah. you know, you can really just watch. You could really, and and I mean, you, you have this visual art, um, you know, component element in your artistic expression, and it's like, yeah, man, you spending all that time around the color blue. <laughs> mattered like i think it really mattered in your upbringing your your artistic upbringing right so so you you spend it sounds like your your youth was relatively calm uh yeah very brief. very calm yeah, yeah that's a good way to describe it um my mom's a really really calm person rock and roll was like as loud as my life ever got okay okay <laughs> and uh <laughs> And and where do you so you wanted to get to Toronto? You wanted to leave that 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 small town and get to Toronto. So yeah. around after high school, like uh, like a year after high school, I took yeah. like a year off and just worked and thought about it because I had I auditioned for Humber even even not really wanting to go. Yeah, and I got accepted to the prep program, but like my heart was like not in it. So mm-hmm. I just took a year to like think about what I wanted. And I worked at a, a Curry's art supply. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I just spent a lot of time thinking about being an artist. And it was just clearly the most important thing to me. Wow. Yeah. So how did you, how do you, for industry tacticians, how do you become an artist? What do you do? You do it. <laughs> Fucking A. There you go. There you go. Well, it's been a real pleasure speaking with you, Michael. I wish you all the very best. You just dropped the mic on that answer, right? You do it. You do it. And so do yeah. you, you just start doing it. You're working at Curry's. You, you ease into it. You, 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 um, you well, no, I was, always, 
Um, I was I started recording music like in high school. My music teacher lent me a Tascam recorder, so I already had that bug. And I was always drawing stuff, so I, I knew I knew I just needed to find a direction to push that in. So I had to get around the people that would you know find some place for it. And here yeah. I am. Yeah. Fucking a. <laughs> Fucking A. Well, congratulations. I think it's cool the way you're doing it. I like just to see what you're doing. I know you're you're mailing people cassettes randomly. Like you have a good, great spirit about uh, you know the way you create. And um, where do you where do you see yourself going? I know you mentioned an ambition to to turn your visual art, your illustrations, into animations. Uh, yeah, animations would be great. Uh... I have a lot like endless ideas for self-directed projects, but I would like to do more, more stuff like what we were doing where I was doing posters for your monthly shows. Yeah. Or just more community things. I'm missing that right now. I mean, Amen. No, no one needs a poster right now, but I mean, I would, I would love to design them once they start opening up again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Well, I, I do think it's, it's, it's coming and we're, we're all taking a, we're we're still in this pandemic and we're all taking a bit of a pause and regrouping around how we do what we do but i think uh, like i'm i'm feeling more optimistic about it every day that goes by with you know you're putting out this record and that's a big step and that like it all seems like it's part of what we need to be doing to get out of this mess is is creating to to our best ability and connecting to our best ability so i really appreciate um, our persistence in getting this interview booked and, and doing it and, and having this discussion, you know, it really, it helps. It's part of the process, I think. Yeah, exactly. I really appreciate being on here and uh, you helping me connect with more people. Right on. Um, well, wh why don't we, uh, I, look, I wish you well, man. I, I wish you the very best with this release. Um, you got anything you want to add now? Let's go into a rifle round before we wrap it up and get into a kind of uh We'll, we'll we'll go out on one one of your tracks from Time Machines, but let's let's do a bit of a rifle round on what you've learned so far in your relatively, I'll say, y young career as an artist. Like what what are what are some of the things you could pass down? Like like the wisdom you just uh, put down on how do you become an artist? What did you say? You, you, you do, do it. it. Yeah, you do it. You have an idea and you pursue it. To the best of your ability. I love that. So, so you got any more of those nuggets kicking around? Let me try to prompt them. Um, well, what, what are some of your fondest memories in, in creating either music or visual art and why? Like, what, what do you think it was that, that makes that such a rich thing? What are some of your fondest memories in creating things? Uh, ooh. Probably all collaborative stuff. Um, uh, the, the EP I got to record with my band, that was really fun. Like exhausting, like 14 hour, hour days recording the same, like two songs, but like live recording, really aggressive music. Super where, where did you, where did you record? That was a desert fish. Oh, I don't, um, I don't know it. It's, it's gone now. It was in the 401 Richmond building in the basement. Oh yeah. Right. Right. I do remember that, that space now. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't was, know the name. Oh, cool. 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 That was, that was really great. And, um, and what was that like? What was, what's the name of your band? Uh, there, it's not a, we're not a band anymore, but it was bravery cat. That was my band. And I just played like loud riffy guitar. 
Okay. Post-punk. Cool. Just like cool. heavy, fun music. Cool, man. Cool. Yeah. And 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 so the collaborative aspect is big with with all the of the work that you do, eh? Yeah. So I'm really I think the big push like why I like I'm sending this tape to so many people is trying to trying to foster more more connections like that. I'm I'm missing the collaborative stuff. Sure. Cuz the drive's still there like I'm making stuff every day all the time. Wow. Yeah. Uh, both both musical and visual or or what? Yeah, mo- I, I draw a lot more than I write or play guitar. Usually I don't start writing something down unless I get an idea, like something starts playing in my head and I got to figure it out. Do those two worlds, your your musical world and your visual art world, need to come together more, in your opinion? Like, are they going to intersect more as you go through this? Yeah, for sure. Um, I started writing and publishing these like little zines every year called yeah. Live Ale, but with the W-H-Y. And oh, they're, like, great. they're like illustrated poems and short stories and kind of experimental writing and stuff. And some of those have poems that became songs in Time Traveler. So Wicked, wicked. I, I sent you the cassette today. You'll see there's like, I made a, a seven panel, this huge J card and all the songs have little drawings under them. And there's a oh, right on in the front. I hope you like it. Oh man, I can't wait to get it, and we'll we'll shine a light on that as we release this episode. So, hey, what what is one of the tracks that was extracted from the Y Vale Zine that made it onto Time Machines? Because mm. we should we should probably, as much as I love the bonus track, check that out too on the record. But uh, we should probably end with one of these Y Vale poems. That sounds awesome. For sure, uh, time bleeds out. All right, we'll end with time bleeds out. But let me ask you a couple more rifle round questions here while we got you here, Mr. Michael McGlennon, MoonToboggin.com. Time, again, bleeding out. You notice the theme in his work. eh? I can't wait. So listen, what what would you recommend not to do for any upcoming artist, both visual, musical, or other? What's an industry tactic that you could pass down that's as quick as just do it? Oh, oh, it won't be as quick. But well, go ahead. Let share share what you got with us, please. Learning to take like criticism objectively, like not taking it personally when people don't like what you do or you know, don't want to spend time looking at your art. I was thinking about it the other day. I probably don't like over 90% of the art that I've seen in my life. Yeah. 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 I I can relate to to a lot of that musically too. It's like those times when you're really moved by something going like, fuck, I wish I could have done that. I wish I could do that. You know what I mean? I just like so inspired by it. Yeah. 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 That's it. um, So taking, taking uh, input and feedback. um, Yeah. You're right. Easier said than done. And (laughs) is that's all ego, I think, right. Getting in the way. Yeah, it's hard sometimes. Mm-hmm. Good one. Sometimes you're right. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a good point. Sometimes yeah. you're you're damn right, but you got to keep keep your mouth shut. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, <laughs> you're you're um, so so you 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 said you you know back to your like your education and your musical and your artistic kind of upbringing. Are you self-taught as a visual artist? No, no, I went to York. I went to, to university. I mostly studied printmaking when I was there. Like, uh, my drawing style, I guess, is, yeah, I, I directed that myself. A lot of just looking at 
what I want and knowing what I want to be able to to extract from something that I love. You see this? He yeah. wasn't even going to talk about the fact that. So you've got a, a do you have a degree in in yeah. what? In in visual arts from New York. You gotta love that. He barely you swing and a miss, strike three. He barely he 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 almost didn't even talk about it. I would have let you go, and you're like, but wait a minute. No, that's oh, yeah. that's cool. That's cool. And 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 did did d- do the two? Did it help you? You the the printmaking yeah. side of yeah 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 yeah. I I loved art school. I wish it Aww. could be a job. Oh yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Um. Hmm. Yeah, I absolutely loved it. I I got to be a monitor, like a print studio monitor, so I had access like twenty four seven to the to the studios. And uh, for one year, I was a research assistant to the head of print media, so I learned like so much about and, the history. Of print. And and printmaking remains a part of your life and your practice, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I screen print in my in my apartment, or sometimes at open okay. studio. And, um, oh yeah, wife, nice. My wife does like relief prints and stuff. We're doing some experiments with like acrylic, like etched laser etched acrylic. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, she, uh, she went to art school, too. We didn't meet there, but we both went to the same program. Oh, wow. That is cool. That is cool. Yeah. That's something. That is special. Um, yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> do you... Do you... Yeah, does... How do you help each other as artists? How, how have you found that? You're both essentially... Well, you're... you're, you're I don't, I'm not going to call you a visual artist exclusively, but how do you help each other out uh, on that, on your journeys? Um, she, she, uh, well, I mean, we know what each other are capable of, so it's just a lot of, like, constructive criticism and encouraging, like, when's the last time you, you know, were creative, but, because sometimes you don't realize and you get kind of blocked up, but Mm. she mostly Mm -hmm. will tell me when I'm not trying hard enough. Nice. (laughs) it's It's that thing where, like, I know she's right, but I want to be, like, I want the first draft to be perfect kind of thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah so yeah yeah she keeps me in check like that i love it i love it i love i love everything that you've shared here today and so yeah like you're i definitely get the vibe that you're really with this time machines project making that effort you're trying hard enough you are you are putting it out there you're putting your best foot forward you're you know you've you've done a thing here this this creation is very unique it's very it's very special uh, i i wish you the best with it i i hope it you know reaches as many ears as possible and um yeah man i, I like what what how i don't know where where i asked you where you want to go with it moving forward but do you do you are you already working on the next thing or what yeah um <laughs> i was recording stuff yesterday i'm making a <laughs> I'm making Great. a lot of loops right now. Uh, sorry, I keep talking with my wife. She bought me the the EHX, the dual stereo looper. Oh yeah, sure. I've, I've been like working a lot with uh, making beats on Fruity Loops and just just making really fun like guitar driven. Wow! Wow! Um, so, wow! Awesome! That's, that's that's exciting. That sounds cool. So yeah. that's coming along. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have like a a, a super tight direction for it. Okay. Right? But I'm I'm looking. I always look for something new to add to each album, so each one is its own project. So I'm just isn't looking it, for like the ground. Isn't it really nice though to have the 
like you've got the visual art and your your screen printing and then you could just change gears and like put the headphones on and 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 make a beat like it, it seems like it, they're just like kind of like different languages or different different for to use your your uh, approach different tempos or speeds of creating you know yeah um i don't i don't know where that drive comes is that from. is that good for you though is that good to just be like all right, I'm going to go back to this illustration now. Sometimes they get, they like, uh, I, I get tangled up in which one I want to work on, especially like if I have say a deadline for something, like if someone asked me to design something for them, but I get super into writing and recording a song, like I can lose yeah, yeah. nine hours, not realize it. Right. Yeah. yeah. But no, for the most part, I'm pretty good at time management. I just got to write everything down. I write a lot of notes in my arms. So I remember what I got let's see your arm let's see your arm oh i got nothing to do today fucking free <laughs> there's a clean clean i clean the, cleared the whole day for you <laughs> amazing amazing well honored honored um thanks we'll keep those arms uh dirty what can i tell you man <laughs> and uh let's listen to uh time bleeds out uh one of his zines turned into a poem now on the, the upcoming record from Michael McLennan, a.k.a. Moon Toboggan, here with us on Industry Tactics. Thanks again, Michael, for making time. Thank you. Thanks for having me. This Before we, we check out Time Bleeds Out, what are some parting words you'd like to share with our gentle listeners? Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to me ramble on about my life and my music. And thank, thanks so much for just having me on here. And I, I hope you like it. Ah, you're a gentle soul. Thank you so much, Michael. Peace. Take care of yourself. You too. Ciao, ciao. Ciao.
heads out. There you have it. That was episode number 102 A Wonderful Conversation with Michael McGlennon, a.k.a. Moon Toboggan. Go to moontoboggan.com. That last track, Time Bleeds Out. From the new record out this Friday, Time Machines. Uh, Thank you for listening. You can learn more about the podcast, Industry Tactics. Go to FriendlyRich.com and you can peruse all the music, videos, books, and other stuff and all the other 101 episodes of this podcast. We're doing this again weekly. What, What do you think of the weekly rigor? Are you digging it? Goodbye.